Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Your Voice Just Got Social podcast. We talk about business and how they can use social media for their success. Without further ado, let's get social. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, these things are becoming the ABC, the NBC, the big networks of the future. How are you going to actively engage your audience? It's all about building trust, really. Just building trust with your audience. You have to get social. I mean, seriously, people just want to advertise. Social media is about being social. Be social. Add value. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Your Voice Just Got Social podcast. I am here today with my friend Matt Nichols. We go way back. We uh, we used to wrestle together, right, Matt? Yeah, we used to wrestle together and uh, play a little football together back in the played a back little. in the old days. So I'm really sure people who are watching on Periscope right now live, they can see that I'm kind of a small stature kind of man. Matt is the complete opposite, um, but I played football for a little while freshman year, and I realized I was really short when I got tackled by someone smaller than me, and I mean, I was laid out. <laughs> but you know what, though? You, you always stuck with it, and you know, you had the good, good like, energy about it. You weren't a quitter about it or nothing, so. Yeah. And you, you know, you aren't that small. I know. You, I mean, you make it sound like you're five foot four. You know, you're you're average sized height, and you you look pretty damn good if I do right. say so myself. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I mean, I guess I guess I was just uh, I was just a little bit better at wrestling. You know, I could throw people around a little yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But people could tackle me like crazy. Uh, your wrestling it, it it was intimidating to watch. I'll tell you that much. I I was loud. Loud and proud, and then you should be unapologetic for it. It it was a great time. It was a great time. So, anyways, Matt, my friend here, is a, a specialist in business analytics, and uh, he's just fresh starting out his career now. And uh, we thought he'd bring him onto the podcast and get a little uh, get a little Q and A going with the audience from the questions we got here on social media, and jump into. Uh, just kind of more, more of kind of your story. So, like, let's start off with that. Like, what's your story, Matt? Oh, my story. Well, I was born in 1994 at Krause Hospital. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, I, uh, I went to West Genesee High School. I was born and raised in Syracuse. And then uh, after that, uh, I decided I was going to try and play some college football. So I had a cup of coffee with Alfred University and played some football there. And then I went back to uh, Onondaga Community College and got my associate's degree. And then from there, transferred to Lemoyne College, where I just graduated last May with a business analytics degree and a minor in marketing. So, um, you know, my past five years or so, I've been working in the uh, party rental industry. So I've been, I know what it's like to do manual labor with my hands, but at the same time, have the business skills to apply it to real world situations. And, um, yeah, right now I just, um, currently looking to move on from the party rental industry and move on to something I could probably apply my analytical degree to more. So. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, analytics are so important, especially in social media. Um, 
you know, especially I mean, clients and customers who uh, of ours who want to they they want to know the ROI. You know, the right. what's the return on their investment of social media, and that's why they go to the analytics to kind of look at that. And a lot of people don't really because analytics the 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 analytics as a whole is a pretty new topic and a pretty new industry, so to speak, because they used to kind of class it, well, it's statistics. Well, it's kind of financial management for business analytics and such. But analytics basically in five words is making better decisions using data. So if it was financial analytics, be making better financial decisions using data. Or for this case, we can call it, there's actually a whole departments called web analytics which is basically the social media analytics thing. So basically making better uh, web and slash social media decisions using data. That's right. all really analytics is. And people have such a hard time kind of wrapping their mind around it because it's such a new uh, area in business and, and social media and a field as a whole. So Yeah, and I, and I think like it's so important because I think that when you use data to drive what you're doing in business, mm-hmm. these analytics, right, that you're talking about, it makes us optimize our time because rather than just doing something and putting so much time and energy in something that, that isn't producing the results, mm-hmm. we have to put our time in stuff that does. And I think that's where like your specialty really comes in to figure out, okay, let's not focus on, I don't know, whatever we're doing over here because it's not producing something that is bring eyeballs, attention to my business and what I'm trying to do. Let's do something else that is. And that's where you kind of kind of dive deep into it. That's awesome. I mean, they say the uh, the only the best indicator of the future is uh, what the past has to offer us. And that's what basically analytics is. You got to gather the present and past data and use that as a class in analytics I took was called forecasting. And that's all it was. You take this right. past data and you use it to forecast, you know, where your business trends are, where your viewership is for social media and such. So exactly what you were saying. Definitely. And I think that it's important to kind of watch these these trends, especially in social media, to figure out what our customers are saying about us and how they're feeling. I think you and I talked about this yesterday when we were prepping for this um, about kind of a project that you had done at LeMoyne Campus um, for Dolphy Day. Let's talk about that. Give some context. What is Dolphy Day? So for those of you that um, don't live in the Syracuse area, uh, LeMoyne College is a small Jesuit school next to Syracuse University. And every year in the the last couple weeks of uh, classes, they have this big uh, springtime party called Dolphy Day, which is like all the students, you know, go to the quad section of campus and there's games and there's food and there's drinks and a little bit of alcohol consumption. And um, they have a little bit of fun, a little bit of fun time, you know, no harm, no foul. And we never went, we we were never too rowdy. It was never too rowdy. No, it was never too rowdy. <clears throat> Moving on. So um, it's similar to like you know October or sorry May Fest for SU, and it's just a so you guys get the point. But one of the web a- analytics things we did was the following day when we had analytics. One of the projects we did was using Twitter in the hashtag Dolphy Day because kids were tweeting about Dolphy Day and, and they would hashtag Dolphy Day in their tweets. So what we did was we went on Twitter and typed in the hashtag Dolphy Day and we got all the tweets from Dolphy Day from and we, we cut them off from about 8 o'clock in the morning till about 5 o'clock that afternoon. 
And what we did was we were able to take that, take those tweets and generate, were they a positive tweet? Were they a happy tweet? Or were they a depressing and sad tweet? Mm-hmm. And we were able to take those uh, tweets and graph them. So you could see in the morning from like 8 o'clock to 12 o'clock, all the tweets are positive and happy and like, yeah. I'm having a great time. <laughs> we're going to Dolphy yeah, Day. Yeah, we're going to Dolphy Day. Yeah. And then slowly you could see a decline wow. from 12 o'clock on down to 5 o'clock of, oh, my life's not so good. Delphi Day's not so fun. It didn't go how I wanted it to. Oh. So you These, almost had they a got per- to the. So it, if you were to graph it, it looked like a, a parabola, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. So you had the the peak was around twelve, and then when <laughs> things didn't go their way for certain people, or they weren't having such a good time, the tweet, the emotions of the tweets tend to uh, uh, go downward and down spiral. So I just thought that was a pretty cool story because, <laughs> you know. Who would have thought you could graft people's emotions using Twitter or, or yeah. what they were feeling? But to take that to, and apply it to a business, you could say if, if Dolphy Day was technically a business, people could see you know the trends of their customers and and how they felt at this time of the day as compared to later day in the event. So that's yeah, just one of those cool stories we got. I I love that, and I think that. This should be I maybe maybe the tip of the day for the podcast listeners. Twitter dot search dot twitter dot com. Huge value for your business, for your company, for your brand, for your products. If you want to go on there and figure out all right, so let's just say you have um, a dog business, okay? And you wanna know what people are t- who what who are your customers? First of all, here's a here's a good little bite, uh, a, a nugget of inf- information for you. Um, say you want to figure out who your customers are, you know, first face value. You you're gonna search dogs, right? You have a dog business. Search dogs on Twitter. See who's talking about dogs. You can start to engage with your audience there. See what they're talking about dogs. What do they need? Maybe they're talking about. Oh, I really wish I had a better leash that had more slack or run. Right? I don't know what they're saying on Twitter about dogs, but hypothetically. You could figure that out, figure out who those customers are, start to engage with them, start to build your branding around, okay, hey, I can add you value for whatever you need for your dog or whatever. That's what we do, right? And then what you could also do is once you start getting your product out there, maybe adding a hashtag to your product. Say you have the super dog leash. You can use hashtag super dog leash, right? And you can watch people talk about what they like about their pro- your product, what they don't like about your product. And that's important too, because then you can figure out what are the things we need to work on. I think this is really good, especially for people who are very content driven um, in their business. Um, because like, for example, a lot of television shows use this. Um, me, and, me and Matt are Big fans of The Bachelor. Um, Unapologetic fans. I'm uh, proud to be one of them. That is right. That is right. My fiance just, I mean, we talked about this in the last episode. It's weird. It keeps getting coming up. You, you guys should make a joke about this. Tweet at me at nlong, or Nick underscore J underscore Longo and make fun of me for The Bachelor or give me a high five on Twitter for loving The Bachelor. But anyways, they use hashtag The Bachelor. I love watching the tweets for The Bachelor. I love watching the tweets, and then they have the Bachelor after show where they have, um, they use Twitter to 
you know, vote on certain things about the show that what just happened, and you know, you can uh, response come in from everywhere. So you get all these different opinions and maybe point of views about the show that you wouldn't have thought of originally on your own. Yeah, so. it, it, it's really funny too. Like sometimes when you're watching part of the show and like someone just broke up with somebody or something, you're like, you, you go on Twitter and it's like, you know, screw that person yeah. for like. Yeah. <laughs> like on, on the last season when JoJo. Uh, picked uh, Aaron Rodgers' little brother as the final. I go, she's all about that. I tweeted, she's all about that Rodgers money, you know. <laughs> and then I had people, and I and I hashtagged um, the Bachelorette finale, and I had people liking my tweet from all over the place that would have never have saw if it was on my regular Twitter feed. Mm-hmm, so right. even though it's it's just the Bachelorette, it's an example of how people can can you can market yourself and what yeah. your what your message is. You know, you could become part of the community and that's that's what is a major key right like DJ Khaled says major key on Snapchat right (laughs) alright that's a major key about Twitter like you can become part of this conversation say you're fresh and new we'll go back to the dog business and you wanna get your dogs like you wanna get your company out there to bachelor fans and maybe Right, who's that guy? Jared on Bachelor in Paradise, big dog guy, right? Yeah. They're talking about dogs in The Bachelor. Maybe you could tweet during The Bachelor while the episode's playing, hashtag Bachelor, you know, Jared loves dogs. I wonder if he's using my super dog leash, you know? And then you can put yourself in that conversation and brand yourself that way and find a whole new audience to come and follow what you're doing. I think it's just really like a huge, huge tip for success. Or you could be an outcast and, and say, Man, Chad is such a gentleman. Hashtag awesome, and just be an outcast from everyone else, and market <laughs> yourself that way, and stand alone. That's true, Chad. Nobody, nobody really liked Chad. He's a very aggressive guy. I loved him. I loved every second. I would never want to hang out with him, but man, he makes awesome television. <laughs> and he yeah. should definitely be the next Bachelor, even though Nick is the next Bachelor. Not this. Not Nick. not, not me. this Nick. He's happily. He made the best decision in life and found. Uh, That's right. Still with you know Christina. lovely Christina. So. She's amazing. She getting featured shout, on shout every out, episode. Shout out to Christina. <laughs> she got featured on last episode too. Yeah. People are going to, like, go stalk her now. Best decision Nick ever made in his life. That is true. She's amazing. She's amazing. This is why... Matt's in my wedding, everybody. Just full disclosure. She, he's in my woo-woo. wedding. Woo-woo. <laughs> it's going to be a party next year. Yeah. It's going to be great. So. All right. So, <laughs> I think we covered maybe the major keys of success using search.twitter.com. I think it's a huge, huge avenue for your business's success. I can't really speak. Uh, on, on Twitter, using that social media platform... Um, let's get social. Uh, Tyler here, he's gonna, he's got Twitter questions, he's got Snapchat questions. Engage with us on social media, um, facebook.com slash Longo Media Company, and send us your questions. Snapchat, you can just follow me at nlongo33 and send us your questions, and we'd love to get you on the show and feature you. So let's get social. Tyler. All right. So at Buffer um, on Twitter. He asks, how can social media help my business to get to the next level? Well, any sort of uh, marketing can help your business get to the next level. I mean, social media is just one of the newer platforms that's come onto the scene in the past, you know, eight to ten years. More recently, the last five years has really exploded. But but it's important to know what type of social media to use to boost your business. Because if, if you're a small-time business, you know, just staying on LinkedIn may not be your best option right. or you know having a bunch of snapchat filters on on uh, snapchat may not be your best route so you got to understand what social media should i focus on you know 
Facebook may be appealing to my target market, but maybe it's more Twitter and Pinterest that would appeal more to what your target market is on and, and searches you on. So you can, I know companies that are on a whole bunch of social media and they spend a whole bunch of money on, on every sort of social media they can, but they really aren't focusing on what social media their customers are on and looking at. Yeah, you, you, you need to know the platform you're on, first of all, because sometimes when people are on so many different social medias, it's like you don't have the same persona on all of them because the, the platforms work different. Um, I think, you know, you really need to, if you're on a platform, you really need to know how to use it. You need to be a practitioner and know how to use the platform so that you can actively engage these people who are using this platform. You know, like Snapchat, for example, it's a fun, silly type of platform. So if you're using Snapchat, you got to make things fun or you need to teach. I, I, you know, I think that's a big thing that people can do or you need to motivate or inspire, get uh, get to people's emotions. I think that's important. And uh, to add on that, if you look at a company like a big corporation like Taco Bell, right? And they're so good. At, they're they're so, so good on okay, Snapchat. Minus how good and awesome and how much money I spend there a week. <laughs> <laughs> their Snapchat is the route they took to really advertise because you have all those taco face, you know, burrito Snapchat filters, and that's what everyone's doing all day. So then in your back of your mind, when they're doing those all those filters on their Snapchat, they go, oh, where do I want to go to eat today? I'm kind of hungry. I'll go to Taco Bell because I was just making myself have a burrito face, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's little stuff like that that, you know, Taco Bell, I mean, also be on Twitter and Facebook and and all these other social medias, but everyone is now in current day using the Snapchat filter for Taco Bell because they have all these new filters that come out all the time. Yeah, so that's, a, that's an example of how a company can really zero in on what social media platform they want to use. And, and they make it so fun. I remember one night I was sitting there and uh, I was like on their on their Snapchat, and they had this thing where it was like. A slot machine and it just yeah. kept going through and you had to like screenshot to get the coupon code and I mean I must have done that for like 10 minutes trying to get coupon <laughs> codes and then I went to Taco Bell that night and used that coupon code and it was amazing I was like that's awesome <laughs> and, and I think what was another thing just to kind of uh, I like Snapchat a lot um, but I like DJ, DJ Khaled uses it so well he just uh, built his brand up so much on there I mean he literally he branded himself the major key guy on Snapchat, right. and then he just launched his album called Major Key, right. if I'm correct, right? Yeah. And I mean, it blew up. I mean, it was it was like already record sales on iTunes, you know, ranked number one pre-sale because he had built up so much brand around it on Snapchat. I thought that was so cool. And yeah, right on top of that, I mean, not to just keep harping about how fun Snapchat is, but originally when Snapchat first came out, you could only have the friends in your contacts. You weren't able to follow the celebrities and, and yeah. add me on Snapchat. That wasn't a that wasn't a thing when they first came out. You <laughs> just had, okay, these are the numbers of my contacts I can connect with on Snapchat. So for, you know, a lot of these celebrities that help promote their brand on Snapchat now, that's, you know, yeah. that's a, a lot of that's free advertisement for them. Not all of it, but, you know, it's a good way for them to put their business or, or their or their image out there to all their fans you know yeah it's a 10 second videos it's just silliness it, it's ridiculous and yeah. i mean now companies are even hiring these influencers right these celebrities that are on these social media platforms as part of their marketing campaigns one thing that i thought was amazing right i'm i've been watching we're back on bachelor of paradise but it'll only be two seconds <laughs> me and christine have been watching bachelor of paradise on the abc app you know reruns because yes. we didn't watch it live anyways 
the point is, we get all these ads on the ABC ad, uh, or ABC app, and there was one from Silk, right? The almond milk. Yep. And they saw DJ Khaled on there. He always does this thing on Snapchat where he's like, I do plants. Right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. And so th- somebody at Silk, I don't know who, but you are a marketing genius. I love you. Like, seriously, they saw that and they were like, we need to use that as a marketing campaign. They hired DJ Khaled and they took some of his Snapchat stories, like the old ones, they download them and they put them in this commercial about, they showed like almond milk, people drinking the almond milk from Silk and they showed like plants or something. They showed some of his Snapchat stories on this ad of him like talking and like doing something with his plants, right? And then there was this one part where he just looks out and he just holds up a glass of almond milk and he goes, I do plants. <laughs> and I'm like, I love silk. I, I love do. almond milk. It's like I'm always going to be buying almond milk because I do buy almond milk. I like it. I'm going to go buy silk now because, like, that's hilarious. And how do it. you get almond out of or milk out of an almond? Dude, I, I don't know how. I don't know how the science between almond uh, behind and, almond like, milk. I don't. <laughs> I never understood. It's been on the market now for how long? And it's like, oh, I go to the almond farm. And, Dude, they do and, plants. And milk the almonds. <laughs> they milk the almonds. Yes, because that makes a lot of sense because an almond's a nut, right? So, But I understand it's healthy and stuff. I just, personal personal inquiry there. A little side note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they do plants. That's how they do it. Right. You know, right? I thought that was a marketing genius with using the influencers of social media in your marketing campaign. Like, it's cool how you can use that and jump between platform and platform and kind of make it, uh, I don't know, leverage it for your success. Correct. Yeah. I so, agree. Anyways, that was a long-winded uh, question towards the social media. How can I use it for my business? Who, who was it who asked? It was Buffer. Buffer. Yeah. I think that you just need to understand this. Gary Vee talks about this all the time, and that's why I'm saying because he is – a genius uh, in social media space, but social media is the current state of the internet, and people need to start making that shift, that mindset shift for their business, that if they're using the internet as a tool, which you should, because you can reach millions now on the internet, then you need to know that social media is the current state of the internet, and you need to start adapting these strategies, and you know, Matt is here at the business analytics side. You need to start tracking these things and start realizing, like, what is going to add my company value? Maybe it's Snapchat. Maybe it's Facebook. Maybe it's Twitter. Instagram. You know, what is it? Figure that out. Start to test things. That's important. you got to test things and start figuring out what what is going to add the most value, what's going to engage the, your audience the best, and where people are going to start finding you and actually taking value from you. I think that's really important. Where can you add value? Where can you engage with people? Build a brand because it's a long-term game, okay? You can't just look at it like, I'm going to put something out on Facebook, one video, and be done with it. You need to be consistent. You need to use the platform correctly and engage your audience and build your brand that way. It's going to be a long-term payout, you know? Tyler, what's next? All right, so uh, at Tim at 3048 on Twitter, um, he asked... Where do you see social media in 10 years? Well, <clears throat> having just done a uh, uh, project on this uh, at school, um, I see social media advancing. Like, even though, like, if you first look at Twitter when it first came out, it's totally different than it is today. You know, you can do so much more on it. And I think that trend's going to continue. Um, I think it's going to turn into more virtual reality-type 
stuff. Um, we can discuss that at length further, but I think it's going to go in that direction more. Um, I also see it becoming more personalized, um, but, uh, you know, that's where I see it going. Yeah, definitely. I think we maybe touch on the VR a little bit more. I think we have another question come, that came in about VR. I think that, like, you were so right about the social media platforms do change. They develop, they grow, and they add more for to increase, really, user engagement and, you know, how people are using it you know facebook and twitter kind of duked it out for a while and they kind of developed how they used it and then you know i I think what's really cool what's really interesting to me um right now is twitter just launched the thursday night football oh my god they did that i was like because normally you have to have like the nfl network to, to watch that if you didn't have uh the right cable package but i'm like now you can watch it on twitter i'm like that's where Facebook yeah. is failing because it doesn't put the Thursday night game on. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, I say this in the intro of this podcast. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. These platforms will be the ABC, the NBC, mm-hmm. the CBS, you know, the ESPN of the next generation going forward. It is going to be huge. You need to start making that shift. And everyone needs to become a media company because... If you're not putting out media and content that like on, on these platforms, your brand is going to fall to the wayside. And uh, that, I mean, that's just what I think, really. That's I'm, what I believe. I'm wondering if they're gonna make you pay for stuff, you know, on Twitter and stuff in well, the future. You know, I mean, I mean, that's where the advertisers come in right now. Yeah, yeah. At least they could do that, but like you, you know, the whole point now, of yeah. having Twitter is in Facebook and Instagram is Snapchat. So I don't have to pay for it because right, there's all right, these advertisements right. on it. Right. Yeah, but. Could it come to that? Maybe. Like a YouTube brand, kind of like but, you can have your stuff for free, but here's another cool right. thing. You can have a subscription type or, right, like, a, right. or like, like Amazon Prime has mm-hmm. that where you can have pay more money to have more, you know, perks of the app or whatever. But I just, I, I don't know. I, I think social media is, is kind of a symbiotic relationship between uh, the users and the company because they can get information from them that otherwise... Uh, they would have to go hire data researchers and such to acquire such information where right. all the people that work at businesses got to type in their company and they can get hashtag this or right, right. my likes on Instagram yeah. and, and comments there. So, study it so for having them to charge that, like, okay, so now I'm giving you information about your company because I use your... I use this app, but now you're going to charge me money to do that as well. So right, you're right, going right. to get you're going to double hit me for that. So right. I don't see that going in that direction. Yeah, per se. yeah. I think they, if if they ever did something with with a paying, I think that it would they'd really have to test around with giving you extra features if right, you paid. Right. But really, like I think they would just give that to you anyways. And I think they want that freeness. I think that the advertisers are going to be there. I mean, people are going to be willing. Just you wait and see, and it's our happening to pay tons of money to advertise on Snapchat and Facebook all over mm-hmm. the place. I mean, if you're creating great content, people's eyeballs are going to be there and advertisers are going to want to be there as well and, to get to get their plug in. And let's make it perfectly clear. There, if it was not for advertisement, there would be no social media because okay. uh, Facebook doesn't open at, you know, $35 as an initial IPO because it had just a lot of a lot of subscribers and, and people that use Facebook. It needs advertisement to support the company. Right, right. If there is no advertisement, then 
you know, there is no Snapchat, Instagram. You know, when you scroll through your feeds, there's always advertisements in there because that's what pays for that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Even though it might have not started initially with advertisement, it might have started as an idea that some somebody created, like, you know, Zuckerberg, you know, started it in his garage or his dorm room or whatever. Yeah. But as the business itself grew, he needed advertisers. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able, he doesn't have the funds right away, you know? Yeah. So without advertising, there is no social media. Yeah, really. I think, I think that, um, you know, the, well, the question is the future of social media, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that these platforms are going to be, you know, they're going to be what television was to the radio. They're going to be that to the television. Right, right, right. Like, television will probably be around just like radio still is. It'll have its place. But it's all going to be on social media. And, I mean, even now, you have the smart TVs. You can broadcast. I was broadcasting Facebook videos right. onto my te- television the other day watching those shows. I was broadcasting YouTube. You know, it's like all these apps from our phone or whatever, they can all be broadcast TV if you want to watch it on that big screen. But everything really is a mobile first world right now. I mean, like, literally, people are watching on their phone, on a plane, or on a car. I mean, whatever, wherever they are, on the subway, train, whatever, wherever they are, they're on their phone. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. So get, like, how can you use that for your business to capture those eyeballs? You know, like, they're 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 swiping, swiping, swiping on social they media on the their phone. They're not looking at the newspaper anymore. Yeah, they're not looking <laughs> at the newspaper anymore. They're looking on their phones. They're not looking at billboards. They're looking on their phones. And how can you engage an audience? audience like you need to just make good content make good content the future of social media is good content <laughs> period and if you have crap content you're done you're just done you lost represent yes. yeah exactly okay next question <laughs> all right this is uh at dmbou tin on twitter uh where do you think business will be in the future as well on social media done on social media. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, they'll have their... They'll have the other departments and such as well, but social media is not going anywhere as of right now. I don't see anything yeah. beating it currently, but... Next 10 years... I don't think... You, can, you can't just have a whole business on social media, but you no. can... You know, it's a big part of it. I mean, I think sometimes you're going to start... I think you're going to start seeing more online stores being, like, 100% sold on, uh, like, social media. I, th- I think... Look at what Facebook just did with the, their partnership with Shopify. You know, you can literally set up a shop on your Facebook page and sell right on Facebook. Wow. So, I mean, it. So, wow. I, I think there's going to be developments like that. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just think that every business is going to be on social media. I think that, I, I mean, I don't know. In business going forward in the next 10 years, I, I just see them, everyone becoming a media company. They have to in order to like build their brand and engage with their audience and and I think that you know anything else that they're doing, it, it social media will build that up and grow that. And uh, you know another thing is that I think some social medias have done better than others is uh, um, some made it. You know we're the young generation, we're millennials so to speak, and uh, mm-hmm. all born in the '90s, I would assume. Yeah. And uh, you know. There's certain social medias out there that are, you know, older generational friendly than others. You know, some, like, a lot of, like, older, like, grandparents and parents and such use Facebook. And they won't use other ones like maybe Instagram or Pinterest, per se. Yeah. So I think 
uh, if, if businesses could make their social media more applicable to you know the older generation so maybe they can acquire that as a customer base so they wouldn't be able to originally just using their regular social media platform it could be beneficial to the business in relationship to social media are you saying like, another social media company that's starting up should focus well, on a older demographic I, I just think like you know Facebook people because they want you know the, the grandma in California wants to see her kid in New York mm-hmm so that she uses Facebook, but she doesn't understand Twitter or, or Instagram right. or Pinterest or she, don't even try Snapchat. But, she, but you can, know. I, can but, I just, can I jump in here? Yeah. This is what I think. I think that they will. And I think that like right now, look, look at, like, look at Facebook. Facebook started out, right? It was the first big like social media, like MySpace was just killed instantly because of it. Right. And Facebook became like the big player and it started out with just college kids and then expanded there to more I think uh, I I see what you're saying and and then it aged up right because but I think Facebook or MySpace died because it didn't evolve yeah it never evolved it stayed stayed it was cool for a minute and then it never evolved and where Facebook took in more people and they took in a wider you know target demographic yep I think if some of these, so I'm just saying, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any social media that is, you know, a primary social media site right now. But I'm saying they could appeal to more than just the millennials and help acquire right, that right, for right, business. Right. Yeah. As a business, it'd be, you know, because there's always going to be young kids coming up. But there's also the older generation that could bring in more mm-hmm. revenue and eyeballs to what yep. they're doing. Yeah, so, absolutely. I agree. And I think how I, you do that, I'm not the person to ask. How do you right. how do you adapt certain social medias to acquire the older de- uh, generations? I'm I'm not. I don't have the answer to that. Yeah. I'm just saying, as an idealist, that would be the direction right, I right, would right. add it on to what they're currently doing. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Awesome. Okay. Honey. Next question. I don't know if that was a, a great answer. I don't know if we're answering any of these guys. <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're <laughs> starting with it. We're using it as like a nugget. and We're, we're just going on tangents just here. Do it. Yeah, yeah, we just got to do it. But it's okay. It's all right. All right, Tyler. <laughs> so at VMO underscore Mac on Twitter, uh, should he be looking into VR more to incorporate in his business in the future? Yeah, so now that we are on the virtual reality question, and I could probably talk about it a little bit more, um, I think... Everything, not just you know, not just social media, but medicine and and all sorts of technologies and and uh, you know business as a whole is going towards any sort of virtual reality because well, first off, what is virtual reality, right? Right. It's it is something that is not just a three D you know thing coming out of a television screen. It's it's more than that. It's you know using uh you know like the military uses it for optics and and they use it for you know research missions and such like that so it's not just like i put this thing over my eyeballs and i play baseball with an imaginary bat no it's it's you know virtual reality could be anything really but i think that's where social media is going to have to go towards if it wants to stay current yeah you know i agree and um ty what was the question again um, how can how, how can VR like should he be looking at VR to incorporate his business in a couple of years like what what he should should he be looking at definitely definitely um, this is what I think I think that with VR I don't know about ten years maybe twenty five years right, right, right. I think that interviews that people have like this or interviews that people have like on the news or whatever it's not going to happen 
you know, via people coming straight to each other, they're going to do it in virtual reality. And I think you're going to participate in these things, literally feeling like you're right there in virtual reality. I think that's where it's going. I feel like if you look, I read Ready Player One, this book, it's a fictional book about virtual reality. It, it talks about like this whole the whole society's in this VR world, right? They go to school in like they put on their VR thing, they go to school and they learn in school and they do pretty much everything in their life through virtuality. It's really wild. I love this book. Um, it was really good. Read that. Uh, it's by uh, Ernest Klein. Um, very good book. But anyways, I like I I could see that happening. Like. And Christina is, like, freaked out, and she's like, no, Nick, don't talk about it. She just, like, does not ever want me to talk about it. She's, like, super, like, sketched. And, I mean, honestly, I I am too, but, like, it's where things are going. I think that in the future, like, I don't know, 25 years, maybe more. That's my you go to work or something? Like, yeah, people are going to go to work work, on, on, you know, VR or go to school in VR. Like, look at how we have online classes now. They use Skype right now. And yeah. Skype is a form of virtual reality, right? Because they're not really in the room with you when you're looking 100%. at your laptop. Granted, it's not they're not projected out of your screen, but they're right there. You know, normally it was a telephone. You call and you, you just you get the reception on the other side, and now you can actually see the person, interact with them. And uh, and Skype's been out longer than most. Well, the video messaging has been out there a lot yeah. longer than a lot of these other social media websites have been out there. And at FaceTime now, Periscope yeah. right now, we're doing this, right? Um, Periscope. I was just thinking, like, it would be cool, like, if, like, a real estate company, like, that shows people houses. Mm-hmm. Say, like, someone's in California and they want to buy you know, a house in New York, they put it on, and they, like, literally take... Yes. Like, like literally the trip through the house in virtual reality, be like, so you don't have to fly or anything? You can do that to business. That yes. would help out a lot. Well, now that you're giving me that idea, crazy. I'm going to steal it from you and patent it and make a lot of money. So. Tyler, dropping, it. Tyler <laughs> dropping value bombs on the podcast. <laughs> yes. No, I, I agree 100% with the VR in real estate. I think it's going to be huge. And I think, um, like, right now, I'm starting to see this with Snapchat. People are using Snapchat um, to sell real estate. Like, instead mm-hmm. of doing an open house, they're doing a ho- open right, house right. on Snapchat. Like, scan this code for an open house of this house if you want to see it. And at any moment, you know, they're showing a house any day on Snapchat. That's I think restaurants should do that for, like, their entrees. Yeah, Like, before you go Seriously. to, like, uh, like a... Like a you want to go to New York or something, but there's a, a million restaurants in New York, and you don't want to go there and hope mm-hmm. for the best and spend a hundred and something dollars on a meal. So you could use it as like, this is what our prime rib comes out. This is what our filet mignon. I'm, I'm kind of hungry for sake in case you haven't noticed that. <laughs> and yes. uh, you could have all these sorts of meals and just you know, kind of like a menu deal of what you have on your menu. Virtuality virtu- smell. Yeah, maybe virtuality smell too. I'm not <laughs> sure how that works with uh, digital phones and such. But, Interesting. You know, I think restaurants could use that as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Now I that I'm hungry, I'm going to leave and. Uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that's that's cool. Yeah, I think. That's good. Restaurant one was really good, man. Yeah. Dude, you should come work. You should come work here at Long Meat. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, feed you all the steak. Ty, Ty, are we good? No, we just got one more question. We got one more question. Out. Okay, let's get it. At LSA three one five on Twitter. Uh, here is your rapper. Um, but he goes like, what should <laughs> he said, uh, should you should I post um, as, on as many platforms as possible, or specialize in just one specific? No, okay. one. I, I would, Take it. Yeah, I would say quality. Over quantity right. in all aspects of your life <clears throat> would be beneficial right. to people. Yes. You know? <laughs> um, there's people that are on social media that just, 
just spurt out randomness right, right. all the time. And then, you know, I have it on my social media. I just scroll right past it because I mm -hmm. don't even read it anymore because yeah. it's always on there spurting off. Yep. But I no think, value? No, but, you know, if you every once in a while you see something and keep it short and sweet and to the point, I'm, I'm my, my attention span's small, so you got to do that. If you have it all the way down the page, mm -hmm. that's why I like Twitter, because it keeps you 106 characters. But focus on what you... Yeah, 140. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, focus on... Okay, this is our product, or this is our this is our service. You know, I don't want to see ten pictures of your dog on there for walking around your office or whatever. I want to see, you know, what you have to offer and, and just move on. You know, I think that that's what social media is for. You know, if you want to do that in your own time, you know, blast out a million pictures or whatever, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but use use social media if you're looking at in a business sense to promote your your brand or whatever. You know. Use it for, I mean, some people may like doing that where you blast out and I like to see all these things about your business, but focus on where you want to project your company to be and what, and social media is a tool to help you project what you're trying to do. And, and bring value. I mean, like so many people just want to advertise and they want to, you know, talk about themselves and talk, talk, talk. Hey, come, come down to, you know, you know. Paps pizza shop I don't you know and eat our pizza it's like no and like how about you show us like right. how do you make the pizza right, show, right. show us the process every Monday or something right right, right. I don't know like something like that right. figure figure out how to bring value to your customers and make them interested in you and want to do business with you and I think here's a good point uh, you asked should I be on multiple platforms Focus on what you're good at. Where can you bring value? Where are your strengths? If you're good on video, engage with people on video. If you're maybe not good on video, but you're good, like you got a radio voice, do a podcast, right? Like this. If you were good at writing, do a blog. There's so many different ways to engage people on social media. Just It's all about awareness for yourself. Yeah, self-awareness. Self right. Know your strengths, double down on those things, and do that. And that's how you, like, just bring value on social media through whatever you're good at, whatever your strengths are. And like like Matt said, quality over quantity. Absolutely. Bring value, people. Absolutely. Bring value and be social. The whole point about this is being social and engaging with your audience through your, you know, with your business to build your brand. Right. So just do that. Yep. I agree. Throwing down fire on the podcast, people. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> been great matt i think that's all that's all the questions yeah, great matt nichols your voice just got social thanks for being on the show thank you nick longo thank you all so much for listening to the show today thank you matt nichols for being on the show and just bringing value so much dropping fire on the podcast Today we talked about engaging with your audience on social media to build your brand and how you really have to bring quality over quantity. Figuring out the platforms and how to use them, being a practitioner of them, how to listen well on Twitter to really figure out who your customers are and what they feel about your product. And we discussed the future of social media. And of course, we chatted about The Bachelor because apparently we do that every show. Thank you so much everybody again. Leave us a review if you like the show. Your voice just got social. 